Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. I'm liking the text line today. Oh. Liking the text line today. I'm also, I'm also hating the text line today. Yeah, love-hate relationship. What the number of listeners we've lost. Oh, sorry to hear that. In theory, because we're so clearly on the side of racist Donald. Uh, here are some texts we've got on a variety of topics. I just I cherry-picked them. He's cherry-picking. And then we'll get to our tribute to Elvis on his death anniversary, his 40th death anniversary. For a song entitled Piano Man, it sure does have a lot of harmonica. Hard to argue with that. Uh, Jack, I live and work in Napa Valley. Easy on the quality of wine is smoke and mirrors rant. Aren't you just a DJ? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. Send me some of your wine. Oh, we did get some wine. Hang on a second. What? Yeah, we got this great gift from... uh, (laughs) What? That's my wine. (laughs) How'd you like it? That was funny. Did you? Could you <laughs> Thank taste? Thank you for that, Michael. I agree. Could you taste the nut? Oh, was boy. it nutty? Was oh. that oak? Was it in an <laughs> yeah. oak barrel? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I could taste that. Yeah, yeah. That Ken was really and, good. And Brenna, B R Y N A. Yeah, that's Brenna. Brenna. We had a babysitter named Brenna, and she oh. le- she left us. Uh, she drove a Lexus. She had a nicer car than me. Kind of weird. Does she smell like hot dogs? No, no, she did not. But the the good folks from Gold Hill Winery, uh, Michael, so they sent you a bottle of champagne. Um, I don't quite get this because your boss is graduating from management in the backward industry known as radio. Hmm. Vincent, uh, a rosato wine and a coloring book. Calm the F down, an irreverent adult coloring book. Mm. Enjoy that. Thank you. Uh, uh, For Marshall, a bottle of Shardy, of course. And for me, a a beautiful Rhone blend and a T-shirt, which I should have brought in today. It has an unfortunate variation on the California state seal. Instead of one grand bear walking forward, it has two bears apparently trying to make a little bear, a baby bear. And it says in the same font as the uh, the Seal of California, Cali Bucking Fornia, but not bucking. <laughs> it's a word little boys and girls should never use. I'm with you. Ken, why you sent me that T-shirt is beyond me. But it made my wife and daughter laugh very loudly. Awesome. If you don't want to wear that shirt, I will. <laughs> It'll cost you. Uh, back to the text line. The text line. I'll bet Scaramucci's girlfriend chews gum. I'll bet you're right. Also at the what text line. What does that line, mean? I chew gum. You think she smacks it, though, while she's talking? Steve! <laughs> Why didn't you never take me anywhere nice, Steve? <laughs> 
Three out of three of us at work completely agreed with Trump in denouncing violence from both sides Saturday, then disappointed on second speech when he only named right-wing groups, then again fans on the third speech yesterday talking about Jefferson Washington. And none of us are Trump lovers, and all of us agree that he can be a total dope. You know, it's a Interesting. small focus group, but there's three people with those attitudes. Uh, not surprising that the mainstream media hasn't mentioned that Jared Kushner and most of Trump's family are all of the Jewish faith. That does. Yeah. So, you know, I don't. Wouldn't that be for him to point out? The, uh, the media? Is that up to the media to do? Well, I don't I don't hear that many people say tr- say Trump is a racist. So, no, they try to hint at it. I, th- I don't know. I don't know. Does the media believe that he's a racist, or do they just think he's playing two racists? Well, you could be, like, uh, an anti-black racist, but not be an anti-Semite. Yeah, I mean, the KKK wouldn't like you, and David Duke... <clears throat> oh, no, certainly not. ...you know, said we're fulfilling all of Trump's promises. Yeah, if anything, I hear him called, like, a sympathizer for those things, not actually yeah. those things. Or, or I think the most charitable explanation you get is... Um, those people support him politically, so he's not going to go there. It's hard to believe that Ivanka and her half-Jewish children, which, does that make you Jewish or not Jewish? Yeah, she converted. That makes you Jewish. Uh, Well, it depends. Do you think it's a religion or an ethnicity or what? I mean, it's just getting into all sorts of craziness. It's hard to believe that Ivanka likes the idea of her Jewish little kids growing up in a world of KKK. And you would think Grandpa would be uncomfortable with that himself. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Well, I think he is. I just, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he has a, a plan. Neither does he. He doesn't have a strategy. He just knows that he's fighting the media yeah, and I'm, he's just swinging. Yeah. Now, see, those just th- swinging. See, this is, this is so, this is so crazy. So the, whoever sent us that text about the three for three friends. So, but you accidentally have found yourself on a, on in a group of people that seems to be equating a giant march of Nazis with the counter-protesters. The, you can abhor the violence on both sides and still recognize there's a difference between most of the counter-protesters, not the Antifa types, but most of the counter-protesters and, and freaking Nazis and Klansmen. They're not the same. Violence is violence, and we got to prevent it and decry it and prosecute it and the rest of it. But, see, that's what makes this whole thing so weird. Somebody could easily say, okay, so you think the people who showed up to protest Nazis are the same as Nazis? If you're going to oversimplify everybody's arguments, which is always what happens. That's what's so ugly about the whole thing. I thought it was interesting. Did you see Marco Rubio's string of six tweets? I, I heard about one or two of them. I didn't realize he went uh, He went all Trump on us. I'm trying to bring it up, but something Joe points out regularly, it's hard to bring up stuff on a right-wing website. Right-wing websites. Well, the more conservative the website, the more pop-ups they have. Yeah, the harder it is to read what you want to read. I don't know why I've, that I've is. I've got them here if you want me to go over them. Oh, uh, there was one in particular I wanted to mention because there's six of them. Do you know um, which number? Uh, I think I'll have it here in a second. Okay. Uh, the number of the beast is 666. The number of the Rubio, interestingly enough, is 444. Four, four. Thirsty little Marco Rubio. Oh, sweating. sweating. Have you ever anybody seen, seen anybody drink water like that? Have you ever seen anybody drink water like that? And the crowd cheers and goes crazy. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. What the, what the hell? 
Did I mention to you it's Elvis's 40th death anniversary? I remember where I was when I heard the news. I can picture it. I was in Cuba City, Wisconsin, in our front yard. Beautiful Cuba City. I played a show there once with Eddie Cochran. <laughs> oh, well, you know what it'll cost you to visit his grave? Twenty-eight seventy-five. So well, I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking to somebody else. Not offended, King. <laughs> cost you thirty bucks to file past his grave and, and weep your bitter tears. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack. I hear you, bellboys, freaks who carry your luggage up to the room, right? Maids, yeah, all of them. <laughs> maids. I heard them maids. <laughs> freaks that carry your bags up to the room, bellboys. I don't want to seem all like. Pilled up in mild mood swinging to you folks, but uh, you have to pay. 30... Like to pull their tongue out by the roots. Just today on his fortieth death anniversary, you have to pay thirty bucks to file by his grave. Uh, I believe so. Yes. I don't think I, when I was at well, Graceland, the vigil began Tuesday night and runs into Wednesday. To have an Elvis Week property passed wristband to walk up and pass the graves, it'll cost you twenty eight seventy five. I was at Graceland during Elvis Week mm, ten years ago. And I don't think I paid thirty bucks to see his grave. Oh no, it's 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 different now because they've uh, got a new forty-five million dollar entertainment complex. Mm. And can you see the TV that he shot? Is that there? No, but there's a lot of cool stuff there. Interesting. It is. It is a good time. Uh, speaking of the vi- the vigil, this uh, this is an AG classic clip, but this is from a few years ago. This is a woman who made the pilgrimage for uh, one of Elvis's death anniversaries. If I don't come here, I'm very, I'm not a happy camper. The heat don't bother me. I have to be here. This is my every year Virgil. <laughs> my every year Virgil. I was accident- This is my every year Virgil. I was accidentally there in Memphis on vacation during Death Anniversary Week. And so it was way busier than usual. They had the street in front of Graceland completely blocked off <clears throat> with uh, Elvis impersonators friggin' everywhere. Wow. Hey. You couldn't. You might think I'm amused by that, people, but uh, don't be offended by this. But those little freaks who imitate me, I hate them. Did they have the full spectrum of the size? You couldn't swing a gold chain without hitting a, an Elvis impersonator. Mm. I mean, they were everywhere. And yeah, they had little ones, they had fat ones, they had 50s Elvis, they had they had all of all. And they were up on stage and just walking around, and you could get your pictures taken with them. It was really quite festive. It was interesting on, on a number of levels. Mm. <laughs> and then toured the house and did that whole thing. But I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roots! Wow. Barbaric! <laughs> Doesn't seem at all pilled up. And that, mood swinging. That's him on stage in between songs. Right. Just, just riffing. <laughs> in Las Vegas. Just riffing. At the Hilton, where he played like 9,000 sold-out shows in a row. Um, More texts? I kind of interrupted with my Elvis crap. I'll have to do that when we come back. The okay. Marco Rubio thing will open up a can of worms. Bing, 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 bong, bing. This little mouth. You ever seen anybody sweat like that? Little Marco. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, Oh, bing, yeah, bong. Big Donald. Oh, that was that the was the all-time snappy comebacks. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Should have thought that one through. <laughs> now, the day that he had the whole month, the, the whole riff about uh, he's not going to make America great again. He's going to make America orange again. That day he was on. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. There you go, a little good classic Elvis there. Since we were mocking the man, what you're running to? A little reason why people, uh, you know, have Virgils for him. Um, 
um, I think that's vigils. This is my every year Virgil. Put off getting into this conversation, the Marco Rubio tweet, because no matter what you say, you're in trouble. You either sound like you're on the side of neo-Nazis or or something. Or you're a Trump hater. So I'll hit you with this text. We were talking about rock, paper, scissors. I asked Sean if he has a strategy. He said he does. This person texted, I'm a rock, paper, scissors, best of three, single elimination tournament champion. Wow. Bring it, sucker. In a tournament of more than 250 people, I won. There is Somebody has to. Well, that's and a, he did. That's a cynical view. There is absolutely a strategy, and it's more psychological than you know. I can look at a person's face, and I know what they're going to throw out there and what they're going to do next. For instance, you're throwing out bullcrap right now. <laughs> Please. So you think it's more or less like a coin flipping competition with yes. 250 and you yes. won? Yes. No, it's more like poker. you got to read the guy. He's got tells. This guy seems like a paper thrower. <laughs> I'm going scissors. <laughs> Sure. Okay, a couple of things. This text. I watched Antifa come marching in, armed with bats, bricks, etc., and attack a young woman standing there wearing a MAGA hat. There's a YouTube video. How is that less egregious than the hate of the Nazis? Just different victims. Historical context? Yeah, That's, there's that. Right. Yeah, size of the threat. Uh, yeah, it's they're not the same, but they're both abhorrent. See, I, I, and to point out they're both abhorrent is not to say they're both the same. Should I say something that? Oh no, maybe you'll disagree with me. Maybe uh, I actually think threat going forward from today, not looking backward, but going forward from today, there's more to fear from the anti-free speech crowd than from the white supremacy crowd. The white supremacy crowd, I don't think it's a growing, gonna-catch-on movement. I don't the, either. The, anti, the violent, anti-free speech crowd, I think, is a growing, going-to-catch-on movement. If I was a black man living in uh, Virginia, I might feel differently, though. Uh, probably. Um, so we got this from uh, Marco Rubio. If I'm a politically active Jew... Living in one of the hotbeds of those sort of people, I'm concerned. I'm pretty concerned about my own safety, honestly. Now, okay, in terms of a threat the to whole, the republic and, yeah, the, and the constitution, the rest of it, long term, no, I see your point. I'm thinking say that out loud. I don't think what I just said can be said out loud. Um, if when an entire movement is built on anger and hatred towards people different than you, it justifies violence against them. Marco Rubio tweeted. Right. It does? If a movement is in built your head, on anger does. and hatred towards people, it justifies violence against them. In people's heads and hearts. That's what he means. Okay. Yeah, He's talking he about their psychology. He doesn't mean legitimately. No. Legally speaking. No. Okay, I took no. it as literally legally speaking. I thought he was saying oh, wow. no. You could take it out of context and, and yes. I don't think I'm taking it out of context. I'm just reading it. So the context I have to make up, right? Well, it was one of six tweets, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And did you include the other five? I did not. So All right. Well, I don't know I, what you'd you call know, that I, other Honor, than... I rest my case. I don't know what you'd call that other than removing it from the context it was in. There you go. See, we've come together mm-hmm. over little Marco. Never seen somebody sweat so much. Well, I've heard a lot of people say that, though, that... 
these groups deserve to be met with violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what the Antifa people, Antifa, well, that's what the Nazis say, too. It's just, it's sickening. I'm just trying to get down to the very basic, nobody gets to be violent. Right. Everybody gets to say whatever they want. Can we all agree on that? Is that possible to all agree on that? I don't think we can all agree on that. I think there's plenty of people that think they can't say what they want. Right. It's not protected speech. It's hate speech, which is just flaming ignorance of of the First Amendment. I don't think it's a growing ideology that's going to catch on. Oh, no. There were a lot of 20-somethings in that group, though. There were. It's amazing. Where do these young people come up with that? Is that from their parents? You can get young people who engage in all sorts of insanity. Yeah, but are their parents? Well, there's certainly a lot of it, less of it around today, though, than there was 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're growing up in a household where they're being taught that, I guess? Uh, it's a lot of, I was just reading about this very thing. There are plenty of them who are, quote unquote, self-radicalized online. They get into, they, somebody turns them onto a website or a chat group or whatever, and it's it's like, uh, you know, the ISIS thing. So that's what I was going to say. There are a number of uh, stories recently of, of people, families who are disowning their, their sons for being involved in this stuff, and they're, think, and they're, they're horrified. So like the idiot who drove the car through the crowd... Who should spend the rest of his life in prison or get the death penalty? Sure. Um, was he raised that his dad died before he was born? His mom raised him. She's a paraplegic. I don't know. I don't know what her views are. Did she teach him this stuff, or is he like the ISIS dudes who's just kind of lost? He's got he got no direction. His life sucks. And All he, he knows looking, is he's angry at somebody, and he was looking for something to grab onto. Right. Well, I suspect it's that. Because she said, I try not to even get into his politics. Wow. Interesting. Sean. Oh, he's on the phone. It's, I'm sure it's important. Yes. Rock, paper, rock paper, scissors. One, one, one two, two, three. Well, uh, see, I, I I went scissors. You went scissors, too. But I'd already given you, you my... You kind of had a semi-flat, oh semi-round, He went with finger the, the, the amorphous, yeah, I anything, and then quickly changed. Well, because as we were going, I was saying I had already told my strategy. So I was thinking, do I need to switch my strategy? Is he double-reverse smokescreening well, me? Well, what you ended up with was kind of a half-fist with one finger Disqualified. Out. Dang it. Cheater. <laughs> All three at once. Over the line. <laughs> you look like Montgomery Burns. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Is there a strategy? I have heard people profess there is, but I don't like, know if there's the, actually like, an accepted. All right, here's here's there here's is with the tic tac toe. If somebody else goes first, yeah, I'll never lose a game of tic tac toe. Worst all tie. Chicken. <laughs> Nobody but a chicken and a child can have a competitive game of tic tac toe. Well, I can avoid ever losing tic tac toe. Sure, yeah. right, yeah. and you'll never win. Which mm-hmm. means that is a solved game. There is an obvious best strategy to that game. You know I don't know if one of those exists for Rochambeau. You know what's hilarious about the rock paper scissors tournament idea? And this guy who's convinced that he's some sort of wunderkind, he's some sort of genius at it, is somebody inevitably wins. Somebody must win that tournament. It's like a coin flipping tournament. The guy who wins it spends the rest of his life talking about what a super genius he is. And people who ran, who lost in the first round are walking around thinking, boy, I'm no good at that. I would think, and that. they had exactly the same odds at every single moment in the tournament, except for the part where you look into the eyes of your opponent right. and you uh, read their soul. Uh, you give yeah, them right. the old soul read. Uh, You're like, oh, yeah. this guy's throwing rock. I'm bringing paper. 
<laughs> Champion wins again. Give him the old soul read. The old soul yeah. read failed you against the old uh, All right, Jack Sean, Armstrong. you ready? Yeah. Look as deep into my beady eyes as you want. Are you ready, bitch? You ready? Are you? Are you really? I'm ready. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Both through paper. Uh, wow. Hey, the, you, the know what it, you know what's a pleasure? Would I meet a fellow master of the game? <laughs> Much respect to you, Sensei. <laughs> Your technique, magnificent. <laughs> Awesome. What's uh, coming up in your news, Marshall? Phillips? I always just uh, do rock, and then I throw the rock at my opponent and run. You want to rock? Concerned cities removing Confederate statues and symbols quickly and quietly around I, the country. I don't know how you, you don't take the conversation, that next sun. step to founding fathers. I don't know what stops them. Like Iran, we can restart Felt our like nuke no program one. in hours. The new warning from the Iranians. And science says women prefer the smell of men who eat healthier. Important story we must get to. Coming Come over here and smell me, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. So if you're in one of those tournaments, would the smart thing to do is be just do pick one, do rock every single time all the way through? Or does it not make any difference? I don't think not it makes any difference. Depends on the soul read. <laughs> right, right, right. That's soul read. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Ah, boy. Talking earlier in the show, are things ever going to go back to uh, what was normal when were things normal how far do you have to go back to normal the only constant is change jack there is no normal okay the way it's just recent yeah well the way it was for like i don't know 20 years back when it was normal (laughs) you know i recall may of 1956 as being pretty nice (laughs) Let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the statues are coming down. Cities moving quickly around the country. Baltimore's Mayor Catherine Pugh defending the clandestine removal of Confederate statues. Clandestine, I get it. The removal of the Confederate statues in her city last night as the right decision to keep her city safe. I thought that there's enough grandstanding, enough speeches being made. Get it done. You know, I spoke with the council on Monday morning. I spoke with the president of city council. I said, uh, with the climate of this nation, that I think it's very important that we move quickly and quietly. In L.A., you've got the Hollywood Forever Cemetery taking down a a monument commemorating uh, Confederate veterans after hundreds of people demanded its removal. You know know what? There doesn't seem to be anybody that believes this can happen. And I think this is, I know it's me, and I think there's lots of people like this. I'm super into, like, Stonewall Jackson. I've read several biographies of it. I think he's amazing. Always been really into the Civil War, Confederate generals, and and Northern. But I've read several books about U.S. Grant. I have no interest in bringing back slavery or being racist. I, I, I feel like I can read about Stonewall Jackson, admire him, and and everything's fine. I don't think I it makes me racist or I have any racist tendencies or anything. Can't most people deal with that? Yeah, I think most people can. I, a, a statue to the guy in the middle of the town square? Racially mixed city? I'm not real comfortable with that, honestly. Um, but where do you stop? And uh-huh. That's an interesting conversation. Uh, uh, but, 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 but the idea of uh, a monument to um, the guys who fought and died 
see, that's oh, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm not for obliterating every uh, cemetery of German soldiers who who fought for Nazi Germany. I mean, the the grunts who do the fighting and getting hurt and dying. I don't, I don't but have any a, problem with tipping your a, cap to their, you know. But a statue in the park somewhere in Germany of uh, Hermann Goring, because it's part of our history. You're tearing down our history. That would seem weird. No, there aren't statues to everything in history. No. There are statues to things you admire, generally speaking. I mean, come on. 1866. Right. Or 1966. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I don't, uh, you know, I, I think even if you are taking stuff down, put it in a museum. With, uh, you know, a little context there, a little information about it, something like that. I don't know. It's a, I think it's interesting. Condoleezza Rice is against this. She's against taking the statues down. Right. She wants to uh, preserve the history? Yeah. 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 She says, look, put the context there if you want so right. people can read about it and think about it. But don't don't whitewash right. history. Called off a series of extreme right protests against Google, including at the company's home base in Menlo Park, California, been postponed. The protests organized after the company fired an employee, wrote a controversial memo about diversity. Now, the organizers say they have to delay the march on Google because of threats, quote, from left-wing terrorists. So this uh, weekend's protest called I'm sure that's true in, you know, in the Silicon Valley, the greater Bay Area. Of course, yeah. You know, you're at serious risk of having your head split open. If I'm a if I'm a strategist, if I'm a PR person working for the Klan, yeah. that's not a job I would take or uh-huh. recommend anyone. But this is what I would do. I would go to permit and hold a big rally and announce it everywhere and make sure you showed up completely weapon free. Now, I'd take a lot of guts because you are going to get beaten down. Do you show up completely weapon-free for a rally you have a permit for, executing your constitutional right? You will be attacked by these Antifa people, and you really have helped yourself, uh, I think, in your battle. Well, unlike Jack, I'm not employed by the Klan. <laughs> because they will attack. Yeah. Well, They it, will attack. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely would have changed the conversation if these people who were marching in favor of Google not firing an engineer had gotten the hell beat out of them. Yeah. Um, uh, that would have changed the conversation. Eh. Probably not in a good way. I don't know. I'll change that because there's, there's, you know, there's, there's no, there's no g- moving yourself up the ladder right. moral high ground wise for whites, uh, the, the the KKK probably. Um, if if you if you if you get just a Trump rally, a big pro Trump rally, you show up, no weapons, no nothing. I think you will be attacked by the Antifa, Antifa people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The L.A. Times reporting that Iran's president is warning that his country could restart its nuclear program, oh, quote, within hours or days if the Trump administration continues its confrontational policies toward the Islamic Republic. The President Hassan Rouhani's remarks were a direct response to the president's increasingly bellicose rhetoric toward Iran and his announcement of fresh sanctions on individuals and businesses connected to Iran's ballistic missile program. So they are saying we could, you know, just kickstart it again, get it going really quickly. We have a new study. This is science. Women prefer the smell of men who eat healthier. Guys, if you are looking for a date, you might want to eat more fruits and veggies. New study. Are hot pockets on that list? I eat a lot of hot pockets. <laughs> no, I'm afraid it's a not. Fruit, I believe. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. New study in the journal Evolution and Human Behavior reveals <laughs> ladies prefer the smell of sweat given off by men who eat a diet rich 
in fruits and vegetables to the sweat of men who ate lots of carbs. I cooked up some fish last night. Really good. It was rock fish. Yeah. Little uh, garlic salt, little garlic pepper. Put it on the old grill. Oh man, was that good! I bet I haven't had a bite of fish that wasn't a fish stick <laughs> in a decade. Want me really? to cook you up some fish? <laughs> no, if I wanted fish, I know where to find it. Why don't you eat fish? Oh, fish yeah. is good for you, and yeah, it's yummy. It is. Nah. How would you know, man? You haven't eaten it. You haven't eaten Moroc fish. I'm like, known for Moroc fish. I like hamburgers. What about the nutritious trout? I'm so glad I'm not your colon. Thanks for bringing back that classic, Marshall. (laughs) Anyway, men who ate meat-heavy diets were ranked higher than those who chowed down on a ton of carbs but smelled more intense. Now, do they know that's the smell itself, or is it just people that eat the healthy stuff are better looking, so they're more attracted to those people? No, I believe I believe it is actually the scent, the okay. smell. I'm so sure that fruits and veggies is best. Yes, but then meat eaters are better off than high carbers. Yes. All right. Yeah, so that, there's your. Uh, so you're occupying the middle ground. Put some meat in my cereal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. What about the nutritious trout? Here's our zillion uh, dollar idea, Sean. Meteos. Steak flakes. It's a (laughs) meat-based... Meat-based breakfast cereal. Steak flakes. Steak flakes, meteos, jerkios. Uh, I, uh, oh, yeah. I had fish sticks as recently as three days ago, and they were delicious. With uh, tartar sauce on Wonder Bread. That's a good sandwich right there. I'd like to apologize to the ocean for you. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, the petering out coming up on the Armstrong uh, and Getty Show. But the thing is, you remember the names of white bombers and mass shooters, okay? Can you tell me the name of all 19 hijackers on 9-11 off the top of your head? You can remember Dylan Roof's name. You can yes, remember Tim McVeigh's name. White people were capable of violence. I didn't say capable. Of course we're capable. I'm carrying a pistol. I go to the gym all the time. I'm trying to make myself more capable of violence. I'm, I'm here to spread ideas, talk, in the hopes that somebody more capable uh, will, will come along and do that. Somebody like Donald Trump who does not give his daughter to a Jew. So Donald Trump, but like more racist. A lot more racist than Donald Trump. I don't think that you could feel about race the way I do and watch that Kushner bastard walk around with that beautiful girl. Okay. God, it's so crazy. Wow. That there are people that that animates their lives. That's what you spend your day concerned about. Mm. It's just crazy. That's from the Vice News feature, Vice News. Yeah, it's uh, it's on HBO, but you can if you know how Google works, you can find it really easily. Yeah, I or watch you could go thing. to ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com. Right. We've posted a link for you, uh, but it's really it's good. It's it's a fairly short feature. At what is it like twenty minutes, fifteen? About twenty minutes. Twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, uh, why did they allow a reporter that kind of access? Because they believe that their ideology well, will catch on. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that's why they held their march. To express their point of view. Mm. Speaking of which, I'm reading some of the articles on the anti-Google protest being postponed. First of all, uh, San Francisco Chronicle, your website is and has been for years practically unusable. <laughs> and, you know, if and this is trafficking in the in the coarsest sort of uh, regional stereotypes. But if the Des Moines Register had a website that was badly put together, you could forgive them. Right? A bunch of farmers. Uh, but San Francisco, Really? Anyway, 
Um, it's become clear to me, the more I read about all this, uh, the, they're going to march and who's behind the march. And now they're getting threats and the, the comments. The, the, this whole situation with the marches and countermarches and head smashings and, and the rest of it, putting aside the horrific murder of that poor young woman uh, by the, the scumbag with the car. I mean, just the, the anything that's not that murder. It's become clear to me that the weirdos are really coming out of the woodwork and the greed heads and the race baiters and the haters and the twistoids and the psycho cases. And I'm telling you, Mr. And Mrs. Uh, America and all ships at sea, some of this stuff may have some appeal to you on some level because it's about time blank got blanked in their blank or something. I'm telling you, stay away from all of this stuff. I would agree. Not funny anymore, not entertaining anymore. The principle is going to be shoved way off to the side and have its head cracked early on as this sort of thing goes forward. You're not going to make any valid point to anybody. You're not going to change anybody's mind about anything. It's become more and more, you know, uh, unholiness and just ugliness. So if you go to, like, whether it's Chrissy Field or Orange County, they're going to have some sort of demonstration or whatever, you go to those just to see the show, I wouldn't. I really would not. No, those days are past for now. Uh, Up until recently, I'd have thought, yeah, you can kind of be out on the fringes and check that out. Nah, I wouldn't do that. You know, you ask those neo-Nazis or the the Klan guys, and honestly, if you ask some of the the far, far left people, too, would you be justified in killing the person on the other side? They would tell you yes. If they could be assured of, you know, you know, you wouldn't give their name or anything. They would tell you, yes, that would be a justified killing. That's going to start. It's already, I'm sorry, it's already begun. From the text line, I was just thinking, awesome show today. No way it will peter out. Then the fish conversation began. What? <laughs> um, you know what's uh, an You ever old- seen fish, Jack? <laughs> They're not in stick form, <laughs> except, you know, those long, thin fish. I guess those are. <laughs> I thought that's the way they came out of the ocean. That's right. Breaded. Breaded. Right. Perfectly square. That's right. Perfectly rectangular. Exactly. So that you can put them together on your bun. Right. With a little uh, and if, you know tartar what? sauce. If you give a cow a good hard push, it just falls apart into steaks. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> How much time have I got, Michael? Got about a minute here. You don't look good to me. <laughs> uh, underreported story. You're tired, of the, you're tired of the Trump show? Oh, my Yes. This story could be getting all the attention. We mentioned it the other day. The Winter Olympics are coming up in just 200 days in February. They're in Seoul, South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. 28 miles from the DMZ, from all the artillery pointed at them. And the the nerve gas and the rest of it. And nerve gas and and nuclear weapons and the kind of talk that we've had recently. Right. So, yeah, that could be quite the story. Boy, Fathead has got to try to get some leverage out of that, doesn't he? I think so. I mean, given his game and the way he plays it, yeah. In this final minute, how do you feel like Trump's accomplished anything by uh, them backing down? I feel like all they've done is, I don't know, scare everybody, and now they've bought some time to get even better missiles and... Make their bombs smaller. My sources say China has become more serious about doing something about it over the long term. Oh, I hope so, but I don't know. I hope so. Here's your guest announcer. Y ahora, aquí están pensamientos finales de Armstrong y Getty. What the hell was that? Press one for English, huh? Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, uh, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Uh, yeah, today we talked about National Monuments uh, being removed. 
My choice would be the St. Louis Arch. It looks like an upside down boob, and we really don't need that. An upside down boob. It's yeah. pornographic. <laughs> what? Vincent, what's your final thought? She's laying on her back. Band name of the day goes to Joseph Getty for the three-dimensional rooks, but bottom of the day goes to Positive Sean for you give him the old soul read. All right, <laughs> then. Marshall Phillips, what is your final thought? I'm excited. Powerball jackpot up to $430 million. Drawing is tonight, and I've made up my revised gifting list. Who's been really nice to me this week? <laughs> there have been changes. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, let's see. Positive Sean, final thought. That's right. Steak flakes, part of your balanced breakfast, now in new A1 flavor. you got to have more flavors to get them kids, and there's a maze on the back of Are the box and everything. milk on that? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack, what's your final thought for us? I fully understand why you might not want a Confederate general in your park, especially if you're a black kid. But where does it stop? I believe in my lifetime there will be a serious conversation about doing away with Mount Rushmore. I don't see how you stop at the Confederate generals in the parks. Well, my final thought is kind of a reply. What's the name of that uh, big giant uh, battle stone mountain? Battle mountain. What's the big Confederate uh, version of Rushmore? That's enormous in Georgia, isn't it? I don't even know about it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's said to be one of the greatest achievements in artwork in world history. I'm not on those websites, so I'm familiar <laughs> with this. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. How to, unfair, how to argue unfairly, volume four. That's right. That's good. My special guest today will be Jack Armstrong flummoxing me. I'm your host, Joe Unfair Getty. <laughs> And we've got too much show and not enough time. There we go. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Seriously, now, what Donald Trump said yesterday, the whole ugliness in Charlottesville, what's going to come next? What are your thoughts? Keep it brief, please. Email us, armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. You can tweet at us, text us. All that's at armstrongandgettyradio.com. Yeah, I hope we're wrong, but it's almost guaranteed there's a lot more violence to come on this issue. Uh, See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. This is my every year Virgil. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.